Today, we're going to give a, a little history lesson for our pal Alexandria Occasional Cortex and her fellow liberals who are constantly comparing the policies of this current administration to those of Hitler and the Nazis for no other reason than to send the American people into a panic. I mean, concentration camps, AOC, comparing our detention centers where they detain and process people who illegally come to this country to Nazi death machines where millions of Jews were worked to death and slaughtered. Do you, uh, do you really want to make that comparison? Do you think that Jewish people appreciate that? Do you think that they appreciate that these cynical opportunists using the tragic death of their ancestors to promote the policies of a party that believes in the kind of authoritarian control that robs rightful citizens of their freedom? Do you think that's okay? Would you be okay with that? Because I sure as hell wouldn't. But I don't know, who knows? Because most Jews, they vote Democrat. And the Democrats, they love it when she does this. They just think it's the most clever thing ever. Well, I think they all need a good reminder of what actually happened during the Holocaust before they go around making any of their comparisons. Because what actually happened during the Holocaust makes our border laws look like a party. is running concentration camps on our southern border. And that is exactly what they are. They are concentration camps. And um, if that doesn't bother you, I don't... Man, she's so articulate. I mean, is she is she drinking again? Alejandria, you have to stop. You are a congresswoman now, Karina. You can't just get drunk on your floor at home anymore. And really, does she really not have no furniture no more? She makes $174,000 a year. 174 grand. She can't afford a chair. No, she's she's using that money for the things that matter. Look at this. Look at this here. This is what she bought for herself. She got herself a record player so that she could continue her effort to, quote, slow things down. You, my friend, don't need to slow anything down any more than they already are. They are already plenty slow, AOC. If they got any slower, your brain would be going in reverse, as evidenced by the fact that you thought, you know what? You know what? The first thing that I'm going to get for my apartment is a cute vintage Record player. I mean, my goodness. And these are the people who control the purse? God help us all. But that's not, that's not even my favorite part about this video. No. My favorite part of this video is probably this. Look. Look at this. While she's doing her sermon from the floor or whatever, one of her apparent fans is just screaming, Allahu Akbar, in the comments section. Allahu Akbar! Praise emoji. Allahu Akbar! I mean... We're the scary ones? All right. Now, after she throws these rhetorical bombs, she has the audacity to say, no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm doing at all. You know, I don't use those words lightly. I don't use those words to just throw bombs. Um, I use that word because that is what an administration that creates concentration camps is. Um, a presidency that creates concentration camps it's fascist. And it's very difficult to say that. It doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make a wit of sense. In order to not be a rhetorical bomb, AOC, you actually have to explain 
why they are concentration camps. You can't just throw that out there and say, well, yeah, they're concentration camps because I say they are, and therefore they are. They're not concentration camps, and she provides zero backup as a way to explain that they are. I mean, this woman, she's been to the border. She knows that despite the fact that they are totally overwhelmed at the border, they still treat everyone as humanely as possible. She knows this. She knows that they show, they show the kids movies, they have games. She's seen how the detention centers work. She knows. So I don't know, maybe, maybe she needs to take a trip to southern Poland. Maybe there she can see how actual concentration camps, camps like Auschwitz-Birkenau worked. Maybe she needs to do that before, so that she thinks twice before she compares anything we have here in America to that. Or actually anything ever. I mean, Churchill called what happened at those camps probably the greatest and most horrible crime committed in the whole history of the world. Perhaps AOC needs a reminder for how serious her accusations are and how much weight they actually hold in world history and how she should never flippantly use those terms. Maybe if she saw those camps firsthand, she would see for herself the concentration camps for what they are. A death camp equipped to kill on an industrial scale. Auschwitz. This aerial photograph clearly records the layout of the camp. Auschwitz I, the main camp, had one gas chamber used for the murder of Poles, Soviet prisoners of war, homosexuals, gypsies. Auschwitz II, known as Birkenau, was built mainly for the extermination of Jews. By the middle of 1943, it had four large gas chambers and crematoria capable of killing 12,000 people every day. To increase the extermination potential of Birkenau, some of the bodies from the gas chambers were burnt in open pits. Corpses were stacked up at the back of the crematoria. We saw people lined up being actually shot and heard the shots and saw people being thrown into the pits and burned alive, some people. Now, I don't show that to be a Debbie Downer, but I show it as a reminder of what actually happened in the Holocaust compared to what is happening on our border. It's not even comparable. The Nazis, they had an extermination plan. It was a calculated plan to exterminate Jews and others. So, so let's, go, let's go through some history, shall we, AOC? 1942, the Nazis, they plotted out what was called the final solution. It was a plan to kill all European Jews. And by 1943, they were more successful than anyone even knew was possible. And part of that, part of that was because the media neglected to do their jobs, much like they are today. Utter neglect. No one in the media was talking about death camps until it was too late. News, they buried it in the back pages of their newspapers. The New York Times, it was like on section A24. The front cover was a totally different story. And so while all of that was happening, more than 80% of the Jews who would die in the Holocaust had already been murdered in camps that were designed specifically to kill Jews. Jews in these camps, they were worked to death. They were tortured. Some Jews were gassed to death, while some were used for slave labor and made to suffer until they died too eventually. 
they were experimented on, they were raped. And to compare that to our attempt here in America to ensure law and order on our border, to enforce our laws and protect us from people breaking it so that they can get into our country illegally is shameless and despicable. AOC should be ashamed of herself, but of course she won't be. And neither will all the other Democrats who are playing this vile game. It's not just her. Over at Esquire, they cite a so-called expert who says concentration camps are exactly what the U.S. is running at the border. They write, things can be concentration camps without being Dachau or Auschwitz. Really? Really? Everyone knows what you mean when you say concentration camps. It is intended to provoke imagery of the Holocaust and nothing else. No, no one thinks of the ones in France during the Ritarada or whatever. No, no, no one thinks that when you say concentration camps, people know what you are alluding to. Otherwise, why, do, why doesn't she use the word internment camp? Oh, that's right. Because FDR is a Democrat here. Wouldn't want to put that on him. That's a great point that our friend Derek Hunter points out on Twitter. I mean, if you, if you mention internment camps, oh, that's FDR's thing. Oops, awkward. And if you needed more evidence that the Democrats are absolutely trying to tie this and compare Trump's policies to Nazi policies and not the not the nice concentration camps no one's ever heard about, then why would Kristallnacht be trending on Twitter? Hmm? Kristallnacht was trending on Twitter as users compared Trump's plans for mass immigration arrest to the start of the Holocaust. We've got people on Twitter comparing the latest news about Trump's immigration stance to the start of the Holocaust, saying his plans for arrest and deportation seem similar to Kristallnacht. Now, I don't know. I, I, maybe, maybe these people aren't actually aware of what Kristallnacht was. I, maybe they need a little reminder. Coordinated attacks against Jews throughout Nazi Germany. They lost any rights. The attackers were paramilitary forces and non-Jewish civilians. The police stood by. This was called Kristallnacht, Night of Broken Glass. Jews were murdered in the rioting. Tens of thousands would be transported to concentration camps. Thousands of Jewish-owned stores, buildings, and hundreds of synagogues were destroyed. Cemeteries were profaned. I mean, do you see any of that? Do you see any of that happening here? I mean, besides that, an Antifa rally. These people are either dumb as rocks or they are cynically using these awful, terrible, historic events to stir up anger and hate against the Trump administration so that the American people will be so outraged that they go to the polls and pull the lever for Democrats in 2020. Those are the only two options. Actually, though, in the case of Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez, it is, to be honest, probably both. So that's today's main story. Our next story is out of the house. We're going to go from the Holocaust to legalizing sex work. All right, folks, our culture is rotting. It is dying. In fact, it may already be dead. I mean, I'm not, I'm not being dramatic here. It may already be in the coffin. I mean, look around at all the perversion you see being promoted and celebrated everywhere in movies and in the media and by progressive politicians and tell me if you're okay with it. We are in a culture that's tossed all sense of morality to the wind. Right now, in the age of in the age of moral relativism, we're being told that everything and anything is a-okay. 
of course, everything except for conservatism. But everything else, everything else is great and perfectly grand and fine and wonderful and butterflies and lollipops. Men can be women, children can be drag queens, they can go dance at strip clubs and have dollar bills tossed at them. You can have all the sex you want. No consequences, have all the sex you want. And you know what, it doesn't matter because you are an empowered feminist and that is exactly what Planned Parenthood is for. Just make that walk of shame straight to the Planned Parenthood and take care of that. That's the attitude. It's an attitude of disease. Because let me tell you something, this attitude will for sure not bring a new, healthy and wealthy moral society. And in fact, the people who end up suffering the most from these progressive policies of love and acceptance are the ones these leftist lunatics are always purporting to help. And who is that? The women and children, of course. So Teen Vogue, a magazine which we read faithfully here at the White House Brief, we really do. No, it's a, it's a garbage magazine that you should never allow your teens within 10 miles of. This magazine has this disgusting article called Why Sex Work is Real Work. This is for teenagers, teens, 13 to 19. So in between determining what, what color nail polish your 12 year old should wear and what is cool and what shoes will be in style for the summer, your teenage daughter is also reading that prostitution is actually really swell and legalizing it, it's a women's rights issue, all right? And don't you dare let any evil man out there tell you any what, uh, otherwise. I mean, there's so much wrong in this insane article that we don't even have time to go through it all. But here's one snippet that I'll treat you guys to. Now the writer, she says, says she's an actual real medical doctor and she writes, quote, I am a doctor and expert in sexual health, but when you think about it, aren't I a sex worker? Mm, no, no. She continues, and in some ways, aren't we all? Nope, we sure aren't, not even close. But there are a lot of impressionable young kids out there who may read this and they may have been convinced by this nonsense. Now, I'm not being, I'm not being entirely fair, all right, for just calling the lefties out here because our favorite group of people, the libertarians, they also love prostitution. The libertarians, they adore it. They just can't get enough of it. Cause you know, they're all like legalize everything, man. Just legalize it all. Crisis at the border, bro. What crisis? The crisis right now, bro, is the fact that I don't have a hooker in my bedroom right now. That's the real crisis, man. These selfish wastrels. Now you might be thinking, you might be thinking this is just one kook's opinion, but that would make you wrong. There is actually a growing movement in this country to decriminalize sex work. Bunch of progressive legislators in New York introduced a bill that might make it the first state to fully decriminalize sex work. Congratulations, New York. You guys are the best. I shouldn't have to tell you that uh, this idea that they're trying in New York is maybe not the brightest idea. It's a fact that where sex work is decriminalized, human trafficking increases. Now I know, I know, try not to get too excited. All right, Justin Amash, try not to let this excite you too much. 2012 study analyzing data from 116 countries found that on average, countries where prostitution is legal experience larger reported human trafficking inflows. I know that it's weird and probably a little bit unbelievable to think that something as horrific as sex trafficking could ever happen here in America, but in fact, it happens all the time. And just like every other progressive policy, 
The unintended consequences of your good intentions are far worse than the squishy utopian vision you guys had when dreaming up such a dumb idea. And that is precisely why we cannot compromise and work with these people. No, we must defeat them. It's not anti-woman to say that you don't want to encourage sex trafficking. Doesn't make you a bigot to oppose policies that put our children at risk. We cannot let progressive intolerance to our ideas intimidate us into silence when it comes to our future, our progeny, and that is why we have to forcefully oppose their poisonous ideas. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.